Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, rather than a tale of one mama, I bring you several. I read the story a few months ago and knew it would be perfect for the show. So, stay tuned for a story of fed-up wives, mysterious deaths, and jumbled headstones. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic are the Angel Makers of Negrev. Our story takes us to Negrev, Hungary of the early 1900s. During the time between 1914 and 1929, a group of women referred to as angel makers poisoned around 300 people in their small village. To get to the root of the reasoning behind all the deaths, we start by looking at one woman by the name of Susanna Pazekas. Mrs. F. arrived to the village of Negrev in 1911. As a widow herself, Pazekas reportedly lost her husband to a mysterious illness. The woman was a skilled nurse and midwife, something the village most desperately needed. Although no one quite knew exactly where she came from, Pazekas spent the next three years treating the women of Negrev as well as becoming their most trusted confidant. To set the scene a little more, Hungary at the time still practiced arranged marriages and teenage girls were usually married off to much older men by their parents. Divorce was not accepted, so oftentimes these women were trapped in abusive relationships. During World War I, due to its ideal location, Negrev became the perfect spot for hiding Allied troops. While the men of the village were away fighting in the war, the women were left free to carry on affairs with these visiting foreign men. After experiencing this sexual freedom and opportunity for romance, the women did not want to return to their previous way of life. When the men came back from war, they expected their wives to carry on with their traditional roles. The difference in opinions would lead to conflict and often violence toward the women in this situation. Now we move back to Mrs. F. As a well-established medical professional, Pazekas became the only source of medical help in the village. The Negrev women came to her for health problems, help with domestic issues, and most importantly, abortions. In fact, Pazekas would be arrested 10 times during the period of 1911 to 1921 for performing illegal abortions on the poor women of the village. Due to the trust she garnered over this time, Mrs. F. was eventually called upon for protection. It all began with a woman by the name of Mrs. Takas, who had fled her home after a fight with her abusive husband. Arriving at Fazekas' house, 
the shaken woman proceeded to tell the midwife what had occurred. Unsure what to do next, her friend offered a solution. Zekis had been boiling arsenic flypaper on the stove and skimmed a bit off the top, placing the liquid in a small bottle. Takas took the mixture home, slipping some in her husband's food, and the man was soon thought to have died of a heart attack. Word spread to the other unhappy wives, and before she knew it, Mrs. F. had opened up shop. Soon men of the village began to die in droves, with as many as 50 women poisoning their husbands at a time. These women were angel makers and happened to follow a set of unspoken rules. Only married women could join their group, so there would be no single ladies poisoning their lovers. There was to be no help given to a man wanting to rid himself of his wife. And lastly, women and children were off-limits to poison altogether. With such a sudden spike in deaths, neighboring villages began to speak of evil spirits and witchcraft. As the death toll mounted, men began to fear marriage, as that seemed to equal ending up six feet under, so weddings plummeted. By the mid-1920s, Negrev was nicknamed the Murder District. As things began to take on a life of their own, Pazakis enlisted the help of a woman named Susie Ola, who had killed her own husband at the age of 18. Ola's son-in-law was the village's only coroner, and with his help, these deaths were labeled as heart attacks, drownings, and the result of disease and alcoholism. It may not be a shock to find out that after all this repercussion-free killing, things began to get even more out of hand than they already were. Angel makers started to disregard their rules and would kill off parents, children, unwanted lovers, and annoying relatives, mostly because they could. These deaths even began to spread to the nearby town of Tizakert. What set their killing spree to its ultimate demise was the 1929 census, of all things. When the report came back, and officials found there to be a significant amount of deaths in the Grev, an investigation ensued. A woman eventually stepped forward and claimed to have poisoned her husband and brother, pointing to Vizekas and Ola as her enablers. The pair were arrested, but eventually released due to lack of evidence. After her arrest, Mrs. F. went door to door visiting all the women she helped and advised them to keep quiet. She did all of this unaware that she was under surveillance. All of these women were picked up and questioned by authorities. Meanwhile, a leader of the Angel Makers, Belint Zordas visited a chemist to inquire if arsenic could be found on a dead body. When the professional explained that it remained in the hair and nails of the deceased, the woman fled back to the village to warn the others. The women developed a plan to swap headstones at the cemetery, 
but before they could get through a handful, the police arrived and caught them red-handed. One hundred widows were arrested and brought to trial. Zekis would not ever arrive, for as soon as she saw police coming down her road, the woman poisoned herself with her own mixture. The resulting trial was an extremely hostile environment created by the women accused. When one woman was asked by a judge if she knew the commandment, Thou shalt not kill, she replied that she never heard of it. The rest continued on in a similar manner, most refusing to admit they had done anything wrong. In the end, twelve women were sentenced to prison, only seven of which received life sentences. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. I'm Emily from the Sounds from the Shadows podcast. If you like dark fairy tales, traditional storytelling, or discussions about folklore, maybe you'd like to join me and the rest of the Shadow Girls as we get together and tell each other a few tales. You can find us at Sounds from the Shadows podcast. We hope to hear from you soon.